Yo, what's up guys? Welcome back to another episode of Sports Talk. Um, first things first, um, I hope y'all all had a very good Christmas and are enjoying going back to work. But today, first off, we're going to be talking about, my national audience probably doesn't like this, but a local audience should know what I'm talking about. We're going to be talking about the probably one of the best D2 schools in the nation, they got knocked out by the first seed in the national champ or in the round before the national championship in football this year. And I'm talking about the UWF Argonauts. So, um, as promised, I will have a guest speaking today, and his name is Luke. He's one of my good friends. He is very knowledgeable. His mom is actually one of the athletic directors for UWF. So, we're going to start it off there. What happened with UWF head coach? I've heard that he quit, but what happened? So, he um, he grew up in, like, Ohio, where the school he went to, he went to Towson, a D1 college in Ohio. So, he grew up there. So, I think that's another reason why he went to Towson, but it, it was really just the, – but the coach that we brought in, we brought in the coach, uh, Caleb Nobles. He was a um, statistics guy for Clemson, a defensive coordinator. And then before he went to Clemson, he was a quarterback for UWF. He was a, then after that, he was a quarterback coach. So he coached Shinnick, uh, brought him in, and he will be a great addition to the UWF program and hopefully will make it far. But a bad thing about it is the transfer, transfer portal. Coach Shinnick brought, like, three coaches with him. So, all of our players are transferring to different D1 schools. So, it's going to be a rough start, but we'll definitely bring it back up in the future. Okay, well, that's it for that topic. Honestly, it was just a short topic because he won't need to talk about it. But the next thing first, this is the breaking news of the day. Broncos fired Nathaniel Hackett after – Four and eleven starts the season. Honestly, this is not very good for Nathaniel Hackett. Of course, we all know he was the offensive coordinator for the Green Bay Packers, and he had very much success there. But they brought in Russell Wilson this year, and Russell Wilson is just does not look like Russell Wilson, and he has been horrible this season. Their offense is the least scoring in the in the NFL, which is just not a good look. And, Luke, this is a question for you. Do you think Nathaniel Hackett can bounce back after this loss? I mean, he needs to have, like, some meetings with all of his players and get them. I don't It depends if the players even like their head coach, to be honest, because – team will go to or he retires and then he's not a coach again so of course he probably will have another job waiting for him at some point even if he goes to the down to the college level I do think that he just did not bring a winning um like a winning culture to that team and whoever the Broncos bring in I think should be a good 
I mean, as we know, we've had the Broncos have mainly had defensive-minded head coaches, and Nathaniel Hackett was a offensive-minded coach. So I'm not really sure what's gonna happen there. I think they should probably have a coach that comes from both backgrounds because. They have just struggled these past years. They have not been good since the Peyton Manning in 2015. We all know he rode off of the sunset as he retired from a Super Bowl win. But we need – I think the Broncos need a new start. We all we all thought that they were going to be one, probably the top team in the AFC West, but now they are the worst team in the AFC West. So We'll see what happens with Nathaniel Hackett. Any news will be on the podcast, and we'll know what happens. But we do have one more question on that subject. Will Russell Wilson be better without Nathaniel Hackett? Maybe. I mean, like you said, he was an offensive-minded coach. Maybe going from Pete Carroll at the Seahawks to Nathaniel Hackett. Maybe it was just Russell Wilson is just trying to, like, learn how Nathaniel Hackett, like, runs his offense and how he just works stuff in the Broncos culture. But now that he's gone, maybe Russell Wilson will do better in the future. And then, of course, Nathaniel Hackett is a def- or an offensive-minded coach, but I don't think necessarily – Russell Wilson will do better. I think he might, depending on, it depends who coaches at the end of the day. But I think he has a chance of getting better, but there's just not very much leeway for him to get better, especially with him, like, having to switch offenses every year or something if they aren't good, which I did say this was going to be the last question on this topic. This is going to be the main topic for today. But I've got one or two more questions about this. The second one is, do you think Russell Wilson will retire as a Bronco? Well, I think since Nathaniel Hackett left, I think he might just ride out his contract. Or I think he'll ride out his contract with the Broncos. And then at the end of the – I think after his contract ends with the Broncos – he might sign with the team for one or two years and then retire after that. Yeah, so, no. Same here. I don't think he'll make it back. In he'll go back, or he will be a Broncos retiring. I just don't think see that happening. So, that's it on that. But the next thing is the Jets starting quarterback, Mike White. As we all know, what happened to Zach Wilson, probably going to be the biggest draft bust in for number two pick. But Mike White will be cleared to play Sunday. Luke, do you think this will be big for the New York Jets as they try to clinch or try to get a wild card spot, wild card playoff spot? I think since he's coming back, I think he will be able. They will be able to clinch a wild card spot, but. I mean, it's just how they persevere their offense and just how he does. I mean, if he come with coming back with that fractured hand, if or fractured ribs, comes back, 
just how he will perform if he has to, like, slowly get back into it, which that can't happen because playoffs is that close. So he really just needs to heal up, and then if he heals up good and he's like his old self, I think they'll clinch. In my opinion, I think he needs protection. The Jets' offensive line is terrible. Like, one of the worst I've ever seen. Like, if they don't protect Mike White and don't give him time, I do not see them making the playoffs. But if they can give him time, I mean, of course, we don't know that much about Mike White because he has been a backup. But if he can get time and he has time to throw it to Garrett Wilson and guys like that, they could possibly have a run in the wild card, which would be big for them. And then that'll be the last on that topic. But next, as we all know, um, soccer, the World Cup ended. But one of the greatest of all time, Pele, Pele, however you want to say it, families gathering at the hospital as his health worsens. I just want to give a shout out to his family. I pray them. I pray for them. And I hope that he his health does get better. Um, I don't really want to see him go down. As we all know, he's a Hall of Famer, and he is one of the best to do it. So that is that on that topic. But then we have UConn will remain, or Purdue and UConn will remain at top as UNC or on the polls for college basketball. UNC does make it back into the top 25 in basketball, which on the topic of UNC, Luke, do you think that they still have a chance at a national championship title? I think they still have a chance, just they need to get back into it fast, which they just keep on what they're doing. I mean, if, like, the top basketball teams don't come up and – sweep them away, I think they should be good. And I think they'll at least make it to the Final Four, at least. But you never know. It's basketball. I mean, miracles happen. Um, But Purdue, the thing that's surprising me is that Purdue is still standing at number one. I mean, they have had an amazing start to their season. And being a Kansas Jayhawk fan, I really hope that this does not include – like, I want – Purdue to do good because they did have success last year, but then injuries in their front court really killed them. But we will have to see what happens there. And of course, this is just the beginning of the college basketball season. So that will be that. But now, talking about this, the Warriors without Stephen Curry just beat the war or the um Grizzlies on Christmas Day having the Grizzlies had all of their starters and all of that the Warriors without Stephen Curry and my question is do you think this is a huge win for the Golden State Warriors I definitely think they can get a little cocky about it because obviously they beat the Grizzlies without Steph but like that's probably a big confidence booster for the Warriors because once Steph is back, they'll probably just roll through teams. But the Grizzlies, they're a really good team. It's just they couldn't pull it together at the end. 
And then my next question is, do you think this could possibly bring down the Grizzlies? I definitely think they'll be down about it, but, like, they won't. I feel like they'll jump back right into it. Like, I feel like if they face the Warriors next time, it'll be a close It'll be a close game. Yes, I agree with that. I don't – they've got John Morant. I don't see anything happening bad on that. Unless Jaw. And if Jaw gets hurt, that's – I mean, they have Jaron Jackson Jr., but Jaw having his – Jaw – having Jaw is their lifeline. But – then we've got LeBron making another take. Having life without AD is difficult for Lakers. And honestly, I don't know what to think about this take. I mean, I would guess so because he was playing at a very high level when he got injured. But do you think that the Lakers can somehow pull a play-in spot without um, AD. Um, I definitely think AD was a big role player because, I mean, obviously you have LeBron and then you have AD, which AD sits in the paint, obviously. But, I mean, I mean LeBron dropped thirty-eight and they still lost. So that tells you if you have AD, then you'll then you'll probably beat the Mavs. So. If they have AD, it, it'll be a run for the other teams, definitely. I don't think they're going to make it without AD. LeBron's that whole lifeline. And I think if the Warriors surrounded LeBron – or the Lakers surrounded LeBron with shooters, this would be a very different story. But as we all know, they've got one of the worst shooting teams I have ever seen. And it is very sad to watch. Then we've got, as we know, the late fumble with Ramondre Stevenson. And as you don't know, the Patriots lost to the Cincinnati Bengals 22-18. to And Ramondre Stevenson had a late fumble in that game that cost him the game. But um, as we know right now, the Bill Belichick is sparing him, which... I think is good, and Ramondre Steven is, Stevenson is one of the best young backs I have seen in a long time. So I think he should be just fine. But, Luke, do you think that they, the Patriots still have a chance at making the playoffs now? <sighs> I doubt it because there are a lot of the good teams are, like, rolling right now, and then – Whoever the Patriots face, they're probably going to get rolled through. Like what happened with the um, – with the uh, – bro, what was it? With the Bucks. So, now I do want to talk about this. Is Mac Jones the franchise quarterback for – the the Patriots is it is he the franchise quarterback that is going to lead him lead them to a Super Bowl and possibly have multiple rings like Tom Brady? I feel like in the future, to be honest, I feel like Mac Jones isn't going to be that type of quarterback. I feel like if 
Tom Brady stayed with the Patriots, he'd be that he'd be that guy, but Mac Jones isn't isn't that guy. No, it's just he won't he won't lead the Patriots to a Super Bowl. And then this is the last topic for today, but the um Miami Dolphins. Tua. Tua had a very, very, very bad game yesterday. And or sorry, Christmas Eve. And actually no it was yesterday. But it was bad. And I'm now worried because of course Tua started off the year very good. They the Dolphins are slowing down very badly. They still have a chance to make the playoffs, but it is not looking good. But the thing that worries me is Tua had two interceptions just in the fourth quarter. And being a franchise quarterback, and if you want to do that, you have to be clutch in those moments. And he was just not clutch. So that leads me to say, is Tua that guy in Miami? I don't feel like Tua is that guy. I mean, obviously he had a rough game yesterday. And, I mean, he started off the season strong, and I bet their coach is feeling good about it. Then he got hurt, like a really, really bad injury. And I think I think he's just rubbing off the rust a little bit, and I feel like next season he'll bounce back. I do agree with that, but I just don't think – I think they've got the best team for win-now situation. But this year, I, which is leading me to my next question, do you think that they're going to make the playoffs? Oh, they gotta. They probably gotta win every game to make the playoffs. Cause that with that loss, I. It's gonna be. It's gonna. It's gonna be a very like. Tough season or tough like playoff run if they're gonna make the playoffs. And you think about it, like their division is insane. They have the Bills and the Bengals, and as we know, the Bills are the number one seed in the AFC right now. And the Bengals are the third seed. So there is no chance that the – actually, there is no chance that they can win the division. Their only way of making the playoffs now is a wild card. And, of course, no speculation. But they won't be the last seed. I think they might be the sixth seed. I think if – which I hope that the Chiefs get the first round by. But I think it would be a crazy good matchup to see. Miami and the Chiefs play. Tyreek Hill versus Patrick Mahomes. That's just a huge matchup in my mind. Of course, we know what happened in the offseason with Tyreek Hill calling Patrick Mahomes less accurate than Tua Tagovailoa, which is the boldest take I've ever seen. And it's not true. I mean, how many rings does Tua have? None. How many MVPs does Tua have? None. How many is he going to have? Maybe one. Oh, wait. By the time Patrick Mahomes was... But I'm not getting on in on that topic because that was a long time ago. But, guys, that is the end of our episode today. Thank you for having Luke, the guest, joining us. He will say goodbye. Uh, see you all later. But I'm sure we will have him on another episode. But until then, peace out. Bye.